With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now, our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the professional black woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-finger-earning women of color, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, to edify, promote, and acknowledge, and just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. I want to say happy Monday to you. Today is absolutely February the 28th, the last day of the month. It was my, I want to say a special happy birthday to my dear grandfather who uh, would have been living today. I think he probably would have been about 99 years old. My goodness, that's incredible. No, I'm sorry, 100. 100 years old today if he uh, had lived uh, today. And he was always so funny. I tell you, my grandfather, and uh, he always took, made fun of his date being on February 28th. He always say, I almost made a leap year, so happy birthday, Grandpa. But I just want to say how excited we are about your future, and I really are because it is very, very bright. And we want you to know that we are here every week at the same time, so please go and spread the good word. Now, one thing that I know, and I'm sure you can agree with this, that is always constant is change. No matter how hard we try to avoid it, no matter how hard we try to turn our head the other way, life is consistent with bringing changes. As a matter of fact, we can think about this, the changing of the seasons, the years, everything is one of my favorite songs. Everything must change. And there are always going to be, with those changes, challenges. That's something that life brings to us, challenges. And once we're able to embrace that, then the sky and beyond is the limit. See, that's a sneak preview of what we're going to talk about at the Winter Summit. We're developing a mindset of the winter. But I want you to know our guest today is more than qualified to share. See, she was widowed at a tender age of 30 with children, and she had a choice to fold or to quit or to keep moving, and keep moving she did. Well, I tell you, what an incredible journey of success and triumph our guest has. And today, Allison Bailey Leonard is one of the top producing credential advisors in, I might add, record time. So you know what you need to do right now? We want you to go call everybody, tell them, Text them, tweet them, Facebook them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278. Tell them we have another dynamic show, as always, here today on Wealthy Sisters. You can remember that you can always find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter with Wealthy Sisters as well. Uh, Deborah Hartnett there on Facebook. And we are all over the Internet. And remember, you can listen to our show live and any of our other ones uh, at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysisters.com. Now, let me let you know 
that uh, we are just so, like I said, thrilled to have our special guest today. And I just want you to hear some of her powerful background. In 2008, Ms. Allison Bailey Leonard came to Prudential Financial, where she progressed steadily in her career. In 2009, she received recognition for Outstanding Sales Performance Award, Top Life Policy Count Achiever, Top Life GDR Achiever, Outstanding Producer, Leader in Life Policies. In 2010, she became a Life Concierge Achiever, which provides the producer a single point of contact for new business case management, assigned team for underwriting, and exclusive life sales and new business. In January 2011, just this year, she was uh, selected to be on the company video for recruiting. I mean, they are calling her left and right to to be a part of different committees, and it's no uh, wonder because of her background. She has over 15 years of business experience in management, consulting, and sales, and also she holds a BA degree from Hampton, all right, Hampton University in sociology and criminology, and her MBA from the University of Phoenix. She now resides in Houston with her two beautiful children, and I, like I said today, we are so excited to have her on the show, so we want you to, again, call everybody, tweet them, text them, tell them to tune in. We have another dynamic, top-producing individual, Miss Allison Bailey Leonard, and you're going to hear from her right after this short commercial break. Thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters. Stay tuned. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Are you seeking stronger partnerships to leverage your strengths? Need to develop more winning strategies of success? Ready to increase your knowledge in the areas of investing, marketing, health and wellness, and the Green Initiative? Then join us for the second annual Winter Summit Conference and Expo, March 18th and 19th, 2011. Meet hundreds of professional women from all over the world who provide savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Reserve your space today at www.thewintersummit.com or call 1-800-917-9435, extension 805. Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters and so excited to have everybody tuned in today. We're not going to keep our very special guests from you any longer. We want to say hello and a welcome to Miss Allison Bailey Leonard. Hi. Hi, Deborah. Thanks for having me. Oh, yes, we are so excited to have you on the show today. We welcome you with open arms. And let me just say again, congratulations to you for having such an outstanding uh pattern of success there with Prudential. Well, thank you, Deborah. I tell you what, you know, I, I, it's it's always a pleasure to really speak with individuals who understand that life is what it is. It's going to always, like we mentioned earlier, present opportunities for us to quit and uh, present opportunities for us to just give up. But, you know, you apparently don't have that in your DNA. So give us a little background of where you grew up, where you're from, and, you know, perhaps if your family uh, were also or your parents were also entrepreneurs as well. Well, uh, I am originally from Hampton, Virginia, born and raised. Uh, I received my undergrad, as you said, uh, with uh, sociology from Hampton University, a minor in criminology. Um, I was widowed really early, um, unexpectedly. Um, my kids were young. I had just built a home with my husband. He was a longshoreman. Um, and the kids, it's been about nine years ago now. Um, mm-hmm. So I really had to reevaluate where I was, what I, where I was going, how roles were changing for me. So I decided to go back to grad school, get my MBA, just to make myself a little more marketable in the uh marketplace. And then I decided to move to Houston, Texas uh, in 2008. Um, But in Hampton, 
you talked about DNA, and you you mentioned also a grandfather and a parent who would be of age if he were still here with us. And that's truly where a lot of my inspiration came from. My grandfather was, uh, he always believed in business. He, too, was a Hampton, actually Hampton Institute at the time when he graduated, a Hampton uh-huh. Institute alumni. <laughs> um, I'm sure he made sure you, you said that right, too. <laughs> yes, yes. If he was with us today, he would be, actually, in March, he would be turning uh, 89 years old. So Wow. Yes, but he actually um, believed in being an entrepreneur. He believed in making it work for yourself and mm-hmm. you employ others. So he was mm-hmm. a proponent of change. He was. Uh, he believed in being a change maker, right. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he mm-hmm. believed despite any, there's nothing that you can say um, that would cripple you other than your attitude. He believes mm. that you are uh, the decision maker and you hold the cards for your destiny. Um, he truly believed in being um, just on top of business and not staying stagnant in what you're doing. Um, He became actually the first African-American new Nissan uh, car dealer in the state of Virginia. And along that way, yes, Deborah, and along that way. Wow, Nissan, not even the American-made cars. That's that's major. Wow. Yes, and and along the way, you know, he had multiple businesses. So Mm -hmm. he truly was not one where you just actually stay with one thing and you just Mm -hmm. stay focused there. Sometimes you have to have backup plans. So he believed Mm -hmm. you had multiple businesses, which is Mm -hmm. really interesting because he never went to business management school or had courses in business management, but he he Mm -hmm. understood the concepts of having multiple streams of income and having different nest eggs and being diversified in your portfolio. Therefore, Mm -hmm. he ventured off into real estate. He had a car business. He, but he started off really small, which sometimes we have grandiose dreams, but we don't mm-hmm. want to do those little things to get us to those bigger places. And mm-hmm. so he started mm-hmm. off as a mechanic and truly in a mm-hmm. body shop. He said, I'm not going to mm-hmm. work for anybody. Uh, Hampton Institute taught me that I can be an entrepreneur and I can make this happen. So he actually was a mechanic, and he decided that along the way of building his business and being a mechanic and having a body shop, that he, too, would uh, do something else on the side, which was teaching. So he became a teacher at Hampton Institute while he maintained his mechanic business, and the story just goes on. He continued to just grow. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. So that is in your DNA. It's no wonder. First of all, you, you, you know, you living in Hampton and with your grandfather attending that, that, that is no wonder you had to go to Hampton. It might have been some uproar in the family if you didn't attend Hampton, I'm, I'm sure of that. That's right. And, and to see, you know, all of the different experience that you've had in your business management and sales and real estate as well, that's that is incredible to have uh, that foundation like that. And you know, you mentioned the point about business school. I always say that schooling is and education is important. I just say how we're educated because right. I'm sure you know going to school does not teach you anything but theory when it comes to business. <laughs> and most of the educators outside of your grandfather, a lot of times they are not business owners. They're teaching business, so you really can't really learn business until you really get in there, like anything. You know, you got to have that on-the-job training there. So that that's phenomenal. Now, you were in uh, Hampton. You've got this solid base there. Now, here we're talking about change. We have, you know, this is kind of the theme of our conversation today. Mm-hmm. And you uproot and move not a few states away, not on the East Coast, but you move south. Uh, to Texas, what what made you do that, and how were you able to do that 
uh, leaving your your face, your 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 family base behind. Because I know there's a lot of people that want to do things like that, but that fear, like, how could I ever do that? <laughs> well, um, Deborah, it, it's truly it, it it truly comes down to um, stepping out on faith. Um, I had a vision of what I wanted to do. Um, I knew that I had two kids who I really wanted to um, give them some more opportunities in life. I knew that I wanted to be, um, I was an entrepreneur on the side, but I truly in Hampton was a foster care and adoption supervisor for the city of Hampton. So I had been working with children and families for years, for over a decade with counseling and social work. Um, But I maintained my family business through my grandfather. Um, So I always had one foot on the entrepreneurial side as well as Mm -hmm. one foot on the side of helping people and being really, really passionate about helping people in some way. So when I ended up getting my MBA, I said, hmm, what am I going to do? I had already started some programs in the city of Hampton or helped start some programs there with independent living for the kids who were aging out of foster care. So I was still doing some entrepreneurial things inside of the city of Hampton, and I had great partners with the directors there, but it still felt like I needed to be doing something uh, more on the financial side. And mm-hmm. um, this Prudential, this thing with Prudential, I couldn't believe it. I said, Prudential? Really? Financial <laughs> services? Um, let me take a look at it. Um, I had mm-hmm. an opportunity in Washington, D.C., um, for something totally different, and it would have been in child public policy. But I thought about my children being teenagers and the commute. I just I just mm-hmm. didn't think that would work. But, uh, Deborah, I, I truly felt like I was an East Coast woman, and I just mm-hmm. couldn't believe that I was being drawn to an opportunity in Houston, Texas. I came to Houston just visiting, and the opportunity was great, and I fell in love with Houston um, the first time I visited. Uh, So I came here and I said, you know, this is truly a step out on faith, but I saw the vision that the management team here at Prudential showed me. They showed me a vision of the entrepreneurial side, but having a company that is over you or having a company that you don't have to come up with so much of your startup like you would in right, life for right, yourself. Right. So it just, right. Deborah, all I can say is I stepped out on faith, and my grandfather told me years and years ago that he said, Allison, if I put you anywhere, I could probably put you in a country that you couldn't even speak a language, and you would probably, at the end of the day, have 25 friends. <laughs> so I thought about that, and I said, you know, you take your skill sets with you. You don't leave them behind. You don't leave them in one place. You bring mm-hmm. who you are and what you are, you bring it to the next location, and you have to trust and believe in yourself. And from yes. that, I, I did it. I just, I jumped in. Deborah, I jumped in. Wow. So. No fear. You saw the end before the beginning started. I, I, I love it. I love it. You're going to make me jump through the phone at it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're speaking my language. Wow, that's that is awesome. And I like that whole concept um because it seems like, you know, when in business, great opportunities uh lie in owning a franchise. And when you have a franchise, you get that brand name that's already there. You get a a following of customers, which we have to really understand that concept of business that it's all about your distribution list. It's all about your customer base and and if you're starting out as a new business of course you've got to start those customers you got to create that loyalty you've got to prove yourself and it's a period of time before people can really understand that who you are in business but when you have a company that has a solid reputation that has like I said a following and that that is that is an ideal setup but what I like about this one is it's it's even better when you look at a franchise. As a franchise, you still got to have to invest. That's uh, right. 
you know, several thousands of dollars. But in this case, it's a little different, is it not? Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, Prudential allows you uh, to come in the door um, and you study for your tests, you have exams to take, but um, truly you have to have um, a per- you have to be a person that that ha- that's a self motivated person, a person who mm-hmm. can envision success, a person who would like to build relationships with people, um, but also a person who would have that entrepreneurial spirit, a person mm-hmm. who understands the concept of what it takes to build a business. But it's like you said, it's the best of both worlds because you do not necessarily have to have all of the startup capital. You still need to. Invest in yourself. You still, right. as you would any other business, um, you right. still will go out in the community, and you certainly have to have uh, something in your pocket to to invest into your business. So you can't see it necessarily just as an employee-employee relationship, but it is truly the best of both worlds. It's not necessarily. Um, the bumps and bruises that you would go through um, starting your own business, because I certainly could talk another hour or so easily <laughs> about starting a business from scratch <laughs> and not having Hello. a brand. <laughs> Hello. I, I, I've skinned a few knees on <laughs> um, um, on that journey. So this one, you actually walk in the door and you already have the technology set up. You already have the internet access. You already the infrastructure. Have, there you go. <laughs> yes, and you have people in the community, as you talked about, a following. You have people in the community who recognize the name and who are looking to do a flight to quality. What we've seen, um, you have many, many, many quality companies, but when they see a name such as Prudential, it's truly a flight to quality now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was saying yes. So that is, that's one of the, the best of both worlds if you look at it in that in that setting. Mm-hmm. Now tell us what what exactly is a financial advisor because I, I've heard those terms financial advisor, financial planner, financial professional. Uh, what exactly is a financial advisor? Well, a financial advisor is is cer- certainly different um, than a planner, and and I'll talk about that. But a financial advisor um, sit down with clients. Um, clients mm-hmm. or individuals. They can be business owners. Um, they can mm-hmm. be families, women, men. And basically what I do is perform a per- personal fact finder so that I can really help my clients identify their financial goals and needs, what they want to achieve in life, whether it's to send their kids to college, buy a new home, plan for secure retirement, um, I also provide guidance to my clients in achieving their short-term and long-term financial goals. Um, Many times we do not even know. We don't know necessarily. We may say for a long-term goal we want to retire at 55, but is that feasible? Is that realistic? What are you doing to prepare yourself to get to that? What are you willing to do to get to that? Are you going to invest more aggressively? Um, Are you willing to delay that age? So we just sit down with individuals and really help them identify realistic goals. Uh, In grad school, we used to say SMART goals, help SMART goal planning. Um, Mm -hmm. And we also provide education and information to our clients regarding planning for financial success and life events, expected or unexpected. In my case, unexpected, um, became a widow early, and were my finances in order? Um, it's amazing hindsight is 2020. I was not a financial advisor at the time, but I didn't do too bad um, along the way um, with, that, with what I didn't know. Um, but, boy, things would be different if I had that information of what I know now. <laughs> yes, um, yes, but yes. We, well, can you give us one example without being too personal? Okay, well, um, I was, let's see, 30 years old, just turning 30 or just shy of 30, actually. Um, Two young kids, my husband and I had been married about three or four years, and I'm giving that little backdrop because this may sound Mm -hmm. familiar to some some of the viewers, but um, truly, 
um, at that age and with young kids, and we had just put them in private school through our church and um, a lot of working hours and, you know, feeling like we were on our way. Um, mm-hmm. You just didn't want to sit down at that time but because you're too busy, you know, and, mm-hmm. and if I mm-hmm. could put that in quotes. Too busy, mm-hmm. you know, too, too busy, busy. Mm-hmm. too busy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I have to pick up my kids from daycare, I'm tired, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, all of the things that we as women, we tend to say, I'm a wife, I have to get home, I have to cook dinner, I have to pick up something, the dry cleaning or pick up something from the store, too busy to really sit down with someone who's qualified to look over what we're doing with our finances, um, mm-hmm. we feel especially educated, um, us educated women, we feel like, oh, I've been to school, I'm educated, I know this. We've got it. Uh You know, I've got Uh it. Look, I've got it, Deborah, and I'm too busy. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the the mindset. Knew that Mm -hmm. I had to have life insurance knew that I had to have some other things in place. My 401K is pumping, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm making sure that my husband is also doing some investing. But at the same time, didn't want to sit down with someone, and that would be um, that would be a gap that I had uh, certainly that needed to be filled. Um, but I did have life insurance, which mm-hmm. enabled me to maintain the lifestyle that, that – uh, we were accustomed to. Um, mm-hmm. However, and, and I would say I went back to school, so obviously, and I had a full-time job and was doing well in that, but he was the, he made more money than I did. And mm-hmm. as successful as I was in the career that I was in, that salary as a public servant, and most of us know, um, although mm-hmm. you have usually good benefits, the salary is not necessarily what will sustain you over time, depending on your lifestyle, and especially if you have a husband who's making more than you. Um, so mm-hmm. the so the life insurance certainly um, was what really was a good thing that I did have that in place. However, I was too busy to sit down with someone to understand the concept of using the life insurance over the long haul, not just mm-hmm. thinking about getting the cheapest amount of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll just get maybe I. a lot of times we pick a number out of the sky and say, and I'll just pick 250000 Well, I'm 30, 250000 oh, that would be great. You know, it may pay mm-hmm. off the house and then I'm great. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything mm-hmm. else. And you don't mm-hmm. sit down with someone and really figure out, Okay, what about sending the kids to college? What about mm-hmm. ensuring that not only is the house paid for, but that you have some income that you can stretch over the course of your entire life? What mm-hmm. about having mm-hmm. um, some of this lump sum be set aside in a tax-deferred vehicle so that that could mm-hmm. be a nest egg for you to grow on for retirement? Or what about mm-hmm. all of the expenses that come with kids over a course of their of you rearing them? So wow. when, yes. you know, these are some things that, I didn't. I was too busy, Deborah. I was too busy. Too busy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. To sit down and go through a full fact finder and understand what my goals and needs would be over not just that first year of death or something Mm -hmm. unexpected, I would say, but over a course of a lifetime. So yeah. That you know that that is a powerful testimony that you shared. I mean, and I can truly uh, relate to that. I see some our backgrounds are kind of similar. I um, also majored in sociology as well, and but the background for I was that I was your child. My father passed away when I was six years old, and uh, he yeah. and my mom, you know, we just moved into we moved on up like the Jeffersons. He was an <laughs> entrepreneur. Uh, we were one of the first black families in our neighborhood, and just you know, the family, everybody was so proud. So proud, and within a year's time, he took ill, had a stroke, and was paralyzed from the waist down, and then lived only a year after that. And the the challenge was, we didn't, they didn't have the insurance like that. So it completely uh, changed our lives. So I'm always a proponent of 
saying, you know, we've got to take that time to properly plan. And and plus, I know culturally, we don't we don't like to talk about the inevitable. That's that's life. Exactly. You know, whether we leave at fifty, at forty, or we exit at eighty-nine or twenty-nine, it, it's a fact of life that we have to deal with. And I just want to encourage everybody that's listening right now to, to especially with children, to pause and take that time uh, to to really, really pay close attention to what what your situation is, because tomorrow is really we don't know. It's not promised. Twenty minutes from now, so exactly, exactly, and and I do want to add something else. You brought up a very good point, and that is, it's not always death that's the unexpected. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's disability, it's illness, mm-hmm. it could be anything mm-hmm. that would impact you. And I say to my small business owners, especially when I meet with my clients, and I have so many small business owners who also are very busy, Deborah. Um, but, <laughs> I'm saying. But they're thinking, and and even if I go back to my grandfather, um, his thought, too, was I'm going to be a business owner until I close my eyes, and Mm -hmm. I am going to amass so much wealth that what do I need to plan with insurance planning for? Not understanding Mm -hmm. um, liquidity and not understanding Mm -hmm. that, um, okay, if you have all of your wealth tied up into real estate holdings and something happens, what are you going to do? How does your mm-hmm. wife and how do your beneficiaries benefit from that unless they have a fire mm-hmm. sale? And then what does that look like? You're not very mm-hmm. necessarily liquid. And, again, some mm-hmm. planning um, certainly is the is is the key. Um, he took ill. My grandfather took ill when he was about. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer at about seventy five, and uh, he just continued to. He said, "I'm not going to stop working. I'm going to continue to do um, everything that I was doing when I was twenty five. And so he did. He he had a business in Richmond and real estate in Hampton and some things going on all over the place. And he fondly, fondly could not do that at about, I would say, 84. And he, wow. when he was 84, and he um, just would not, at that point, he understood at 84 and being totally uninsurable because of, the illness, um, mm-hmm. understood the importance of life insurance planning and disability planning, understood the, the uh, then he understood the concept of long-term care insurance and and what these, in, these agents and what these financial advisors were trying to talk to him about all through the years. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's wow. pretty sad to see that because his health went, declined so rapidly at that point. Um, so wow. and and it's just wow. truly amazing because then it leaves the burden of selling everything, um, and that becomes your means. So then you mm-hmm. cannot sell things um, as quick as you may need them. So that's a whole mm-hmm. other concept that I try to stress to, especially my small business owners um, who mm-hmm. are busy doing their business. And I say to those clients of mine, let me handle the – I want you to continue to be busy doing your business, but let me mm-hmm. handle the parts that you don't have to worry about. I just need a mm-hmm. little bit of your time to figure out your goals and what your needs are and what your short-term and long-term goals are so I can help plan with you. And then you go on about your busyness. <laughs> so um, exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Because we that's that's the whole team effort that we talk about that it takes to run a business, and even as uh, independent business owners or small business owners, uh, a lot of times we don't understand that concept of team. Uh, if, if we right. look at celebrities, they have a team. I mean, they've yeah. got the, the makeup crew. They've got the one that's going to be responsible for the wardrobe, the manager. Everybody helps make that one person um, successful in maybe the movie or record or what have you. So it's always a team that we have to surround ourselves with of qualified people. 
we're going to take a quick break, come back, and I'd love for you to share with us the signs of recognizing a qualified um, financial advisor, someone oh. that you can really, really, because, I mean, this is our money, and we're used to <laughs> controlling it, and we're working hard for it now. <laughs> so yes. We need to know who is uh, handling it. And plus, we heard, heard Oprah tell uh, Tony Braxton back in the day, girl, always sign your checks. So we want to make sure <laughs> she's yeah. her, don't let nobody else sign your check. I don't remember anything else. I remember hearing that uh, from because <laughs> you never know. So we yeah. are here live on Wealthy Sisters with our very special guest, Miss Allison Bailey Leonard. Uh, she's one of the top producing Prudential Financial Advisors. Excited to have her here on our show today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this commercial. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.willdraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Hi there, this is Bill Lee. I'm a voice talent, and I want to work for you. Just email me at bill at billlee.net. For God so loved the world. We've probably all heard the start to this verse, but what does it really mean in our daily lives? At FedEx, we understand you want a partner who can help you go global. That's why FedEx delivers next business day by 10.30 a.m. from more major international cities than any other express carrier. FedEx, another day, another dollar saved. Hello. Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters with our very special guest today, Ms. Allison Bailey Litter with Prudential. And we are having an awesome discussion today. We're talking about change. We're talking about um, understanding that life brings certain challenges. That is the only thing that is constant. And how to properly prepare for those challenges that we have to face in life. So, Ms. Allison. Thank you again for being on our show today. And you were just sharing some powerful information in your personal testimony um, of the experience that your grandfather, who was one of the, the first, did you say the first in the state of Virginia or the first in the country African-American to own a Nissan dealership? Uh, in Virginia. In Virginia. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's As an African-American. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's incredible. So you you were sharing that, and we're talking about you know shifting our mindset that we we have that team of people in place, and one of those team members would be someone like yourself, a financial advisor that that understands money, that knows how to put it in proper places. Of course, with our with our um, you know counseling there, but tell us how can we select. A, a good financial advisor. What what should we look for? I would start off by saying, um, and, and I do some volunteer work for some people. And and when I talk about uh, selecting a bank or institution, a banking institution for your money, mm-hmm. I say interview mm-hmm. them. And I would say do mm-hmm. the same with an advisor. You know, I don't mm-hmm. just have a uh, go to a bank and say, oh, I'm going to just bank here. I actually look at their products, look at what they have to offer. Um, I also look at the quality of professionals that's there at that institution. The same with your advisor, um, the same with your hairdresser, the same with anyone else that you may um you know, trust your health or well-being to. So with an advisor, interview a couple of them. 
um, determine what qualities, before you interview them, determine what qualities are important to you. Most people will say um, being able to trust them or being mm-hmm. able to uh, feel comfortable with them because, you know, finances, like you said, Deborah, is one of those things that's almost taboo. You just don't want to talk about. In relationships, right. we talk about almost everything, but it, when it comes to money, all of a sudden right. we don't, we just you know, get bottled up. Shut down. Yeah, we (laughs) shut down and we can talk about everything else. But when it comes to your attitude about money, um, so you want to have an advisor, someone that you feel comfortable with, that you can have a relationship with, because this is a person who needs to get to know you. Um, Mm -hmm. So the advisor will ask questions. And that fact finder that I alluded to earlier, that's truly a sit-down conversation. It's not a, and I always try to ease people and say, this first meeting that we're having, I'm interviewing you and you're interviewing me. And do not bring your checkbook. I don't want to see a checkbook. This is truly about us and if we can build a relationship together because hopefully this will be a long-term relationship where we're looking at your goals, we're reevaluating them through the years. So hopefully it's someone that you can even bring on board to weddings and, you know, different functions that you have. This is someone that you refer. You know, when we go get our hair done, Deborah, if someone does our hair good, what do we say? Girl, Girl. (laughs) you need to. (laughs) Yes, and we will not leave. (laughs) That's right. But we share that person's information. We refer them. So your advisor Mm -hmm. should be someone that you feel comfortable with, that has integrity, um, that you seem to have can build trust with it's a person who's professional has some expertise good communication skills someone that you would want to refer to others you know mm-hmm. um and and just being able to be open with that person and the other mm-hmm. thing to keep in mind is who has that person's back what company is behind that person um because mm-hmm. the other Part at the end of the day, when we talked about how different entertainers have a team approach, it doesn't stop just with that person. You want that person to be able to go back to the office or back to the company and have an entire team that they can pull from for resources for you because this is a team approach to your uh, livelihood, to your financial well-being, to building a sound financial future for you. So those mm-hmm. those pieces are critical, I would say. Mm-hmm. I like that, too, and I, I like the part that you said, you know, someone that we would refer and and I, I've recently learned how important it is to also get referrals of not just, you know, we're talking about the role of a financial advisor, but in any any role uh, of people that we are looking to put on our team, you know, to, to actually get those referrals. Um, I know it sometimes might feel like, well, I don't want to. I don't want them to think that I don't believe in them or what have right. you. That's me and my thinking. But having to move from that, I learned you, you've got to move beyond that to really do your due diligence in 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 um, getting the referral. You should be able to get something, whether even if they're new in that particular field, mm-hmm. they should have some type of referrals for other business so people can know their character and know that, you know, it's not just somebody that is able to talk a good game, but, you know, they, the people that they have relationships with speaks volumes because that's all business is. That's right. Would you agree? It's relationships? It's all about relationships, and and this is this is critical. Um, there are you know people who really want to do business transactional, you know, where they just want something really quick, and that's kind of like if you just go to a store and you just want to pick up some gum, you know, that's just really transactional. You go in, you whip in, you get the gum, and you're out the door. Well, hopefully, when you're thinking about your finances and planning for your future. Hopefully you don't want this process to be transactional. Truly you would I would hope you would want it when you change that mindset of okay, how long is this going to take? Well, I always say, well, how much time do you think you deserve? 
you know, for this. This is about you. So it's it's certainly not about me. This is about me helping you. This is about us figuring out what are some pieces that you need to have and how we can uh, work together to make your goals, you be able to achieve your goals. So certainly you want a relationship with that person. Um, even down to picking up the phone, and many of my clients will call and say, hey, Allison, what do you think about this? Um, you know, um, And also having that relationship because I have so many clients and I'm also connected in the community, so I can, they'll call me for resources and referrals. Who do you know who does wills? Allison, we trust you. So um, who do you know who um, we're in a situation with our taxes? And, you know, I certainly cannot give legal or tax advice, but I can offer up some referrals to other businesses or be a resource to other places where they can um, certainly go to. Um, so it's it's all about building relationships and having those relationships with people you trust. Mm-hmm. Now, we'd like to, if we have a few moments, maybe take one or two uh, calls for questions. Is, is that okay for you today? We'd like That's to take right. a few. Okay, so you can dial 347-838-9278, or if you're in the chat room, let us know. Shoot us your question there. Again, dial 347-838-9278. Press 1 so that we know that you have a question as well. So um, now, we're again, if you're just joining us, we are live here on Wealthy Sisters with Allison Bailey Leonard, and she's one of our top producing financial advisors with uh, Prudential, and we've been talking about preparing for the future, uh, selecting, how to select a, a, a great financial advisor as well. I also kind of want to just talk a little bit more about um, being coming an advisor. You know, for those who are in the audience who are listening today, we know uh, – Prudential has partnered with us, the professional black woman, and we're very grateful and excited about the partnership. Uh, they are coming to the Winter Summit as well. Uh, we know have, have several of the VPs will be there, and they're hosting our career workshop that is titled From a Lady in Waiting to a Lady in Charge that's going to be conducted by, <laughs> yes, don't you love that? Yes. Conducted by Abby Locke, who we've had on our show, who is a phenomenal, she's an expert in uh, HR, career architect, to be correct. But we know um, there are a lot of people who are looking and searching and, and at a transitional point in their life uh, as far as their career is concerned. So, what we've kind of talked a little bit about why you became a financial advisor, and we understand some of your background and your traits. What are some of those other requirements and skills needed to become a financial advisor? Well, to become successful in the industry, um, whether it's with Prudential or another company, you need to get licensed. So mm-hmm. it requires some studying. And basically at Prudential, I can speak for Prudential, the management team, the manager of agency training or the management team as a whole will provide some training to help you uh, get licensed. So you're not just left to your own uh, recourse of just studying a book to get licensed. They actually bring you on board. They they help you get uh, trained in that area so you can pass your life and health uh, license, get that, your Series 6 and your Series 63. And those mm-hmm. licenses. And what are those? So we know about the life and health. Okay, that's life insurance and health insurance. So what is the Series 6 and 63. Well, actually, the life and health um, is life, health, and also disability and long-term mm-hmm. care. Um, mm-hmm. And it's only a piece of the life, or it's only certain products of life. It's it's the uh, life insurance-like term and universal that are not governed by uh, the securities regula- regulatories agencies. So the Series 6 and 63 are the other two pieces that you would need to have to allow you the ability to uh, offer your clients other products such as 
variable life products, uh, variable mm-hmm. permanent products, annuity, variable annuities, and that sort of thing. So it allows you to be able to be a entrepreneur or a financial advisor that has a full buffet of products that you can offer your clients and not just be able or be limited to term products or products Mm -hmm. such as universal life. So it opens up the door for you to offer your clients much more. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's what those uh, licenses entail. Uh, you also need to have, uh, Deborah, an entrepreneurial spirit, and we talked about that a lot so far. But just being able to understand that you're building a business and hopefully you're building a career, a business, um, you're also just in a great position or a great place to help other people. And so, therefore, relationship skills, you know, having those soft skills such as communication and being able to be a self-starter, um, being motivated, and, and just overall wanting to help people. It's not just about sales. It's truly about building relationships and wanting to educate and empower women and, and men and families. And one of the things that I saw that I did in social work was I impacted generations just by helping uh, people resolve some family issues, domestic issues. In this career, you also are doing that. It's a, it's another ministry. It is uh, mm-hmm. truly an opportunity for you to impact generations that are not yet born um, if the planning is done correctly. And I think, Deborah, you spoke to that in, from your own personal life. Mhm, mhm. That is important. That is important to to think beyond just right now, but to think about the generation. Because mm-hmm. yes, when we retire, how are we going to live? But what about leaving something for our children's children that they don't have to start all over or reinvent the wheel to kind of give a a platform or to give a cushion, at least to give them a, a starting chance. Um, there, that that is a very. I mean, that's a, that's a powerful concept. One that that I I I really um, look forward to leaving for my daughter and her children, just to leave that legacy there. That's right. Um, not just in in what we've been learning, but to leave some money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, leave some money <laughs> and understand that if we don't plan then Mm -hmm. what happens to us? Not only do Mm -hmm. we want to leave some money and impact that generation, but what Mm -hmm. about our own retirement? And if we don't plan for our retirement, do we want to be a burden on those that um, those are children or on others? If we don't plan Mm -hmm. for the unexpected, what happens? to us mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. what happens to those other generations. So it's mm-hmm. certainly, and it just takes a little bit of time out of your schedule, and you're not as busy as you think you are, truly are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just got one a, a private chat here. Someone sent a, a message. They want to know, you know, how do you actually start planning for retirement when you feel like there is no money left in your budget? And and that's an excellent question. Um, <laughs> that's an excellent question. Yes, it is. <laughs> One of the other things that I call myself um, off the record and I say to my clients is that I also see myself um, as a treasure finder. And what I mean by uh-huh. that is you would be surprised at the clients that I've been able to help for now. And, and I say, for now because building a sound financial future is not a one-step or one-time deal. It's not that you go to a financial advisor and right now, let's say in the present, you don't have a lot of money um, or disposable income. But what that advisor does is take a look at your overall financial picture. And you'll be surprised about the folks who have uh, 0401Ks at other jobs that they haven't even thought about for years. You'll be surprised at folks who have cash value and permanent policies and didn't even realize they had that. You'll be surprised Mm -hmm. at folks who thought that they had permanent life insurance 
with cash value and come find out they have term. You'll be surprised at the folks who have CDs at banks and don't understand how compounding can impact them and how a tax-deferred vehicle could help them. So sometimes it's a financial advisor is one who truly takes a look at the whole picture and then says, you know what? Today you're not writing me a check, but you just need to sign this so that we can get you started on a different plan because you already have some assets and you may that person may be one of those people who have some things and the financial advisor is one who triggers what do you have here and let's take a look at what you have over there and sometimes it's putting those two things together sometimes it's not but the financial advisor is trained and has an eye for those things. So it's treasure finding sometimes. And then when you're ready, let's say another year, another six months, things change, then you're ready to move to the next step of your planning. So planning is certainly a lifetime over a course of a lifetime uh, process. It's not a one-stop, one-time deal. So just know that and 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 be be ready to accept take the change and be ready to move forward because you're gonna leave the meeting feeling usually much better and than when you came into the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> All nervous souls. Uh-huh. No, I kinda like the dentist. Where yes. is it coming from? <laughs> Yes, and, and you know, and it's funny because some people say, "Gosh, she's Allison has asked me to do all this homework and bring these things, and it's a reason for it." And once you leave, you're like, "Wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought," and I'm feeling better. I'm on a journey now. I see where I'm going. Now I see where I want to go. Now I can plan for it. So. So, well, we have a, a, another question that's come up here. Hold one second. We want to say hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Please state your name and where you're calling from. Get a, get a, hello? Hello. Yes, hi. Oh, Please state hi, your how name are and you? where you're calling from. I'm Cherokee Edmead Nessie, and I'm calling from New York City. Wonderful. Say hello to our guest, Miss Allison Bailey Leonard. <laughs> hello, Miss Allison. Hi. I- I just wanted to say that I am in love on the call. <laughs> I I really appreciate the comments that you have made reference the mindset and how we, you know, individuals, including myself sometimes, say I'm too busy, I'm too busy, <laughs> and don't want to invest the time to um, look over our financial situation. And also the information that you gave about a financial advisor, you being a financial advisor, but sometimes you're helping people to find those treasures. And I think it's important um, that you gave that information because sometimes individuals are scared. They're like, oh, I don't have money yet. Well, she's going to help you to line things up so that you can have the money to continue to do the things exactly planned your future. So I just wanted to continue to encourage you. And I, I wanted to type it in, but it wouldn't let me. So I said, let me call in and just let you know both of you ladies are doing a wonderful job and I made sure and put it up on my Facebook so that people knew knew that exact comment. You 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 are not too busy That's if right. you're planning, you know, not you shouldn't be too busy for your finances. That's so right. Thank you for sharing That's that information. That's so true. Thank you. Thank you for calling in, Cherokee. We really appreciate that and for listening in to Wealthy Sisters and, and even taking the time to post it on Facebook. We really appreciate that as well. You know, uh, we have about three minutes left in the show, and we want to make sure that um, our listeners can get in contact with you. How can we do that? Well, um, I'm not sure, Deborah. is it on, on the website, um, but I'm at Prudential Financial um, here in Houston, Texas. I do have licenses in other states, um, mm-hmm. so certainly I do. I can be found from Prudential.com, and you type okay. in my name, and I pop up. So I can okay. certainly, yeah, I can be found through Prudential.com. Okay, and they can find all your contact numbers, your email and phone number and all that there as well. Yes, yes, Allison okay. Daly okay. Leonard. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we have one minute left. What would you like to leave our audience with today for closing remarks? I would just like to say just plan. Take time. Mm-hmm 
to plan because you are the most important person to yourself and to those who depend on you. Don't be too busy. Uh, Don't be too independent thinking that you know everything. None of us know everything there is to know about finances or life. Um, Be open to accept some guidance in certain areas, and I just wish you well and continued success, but just plan. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today, Wealthy Sisters. You just heard it from Allison Bailey Leonard, one of the top producing financial advisors with Prudential. We are very, very excited about the Winter Summit that Prudential will be there. If you want to learn more about rocking your career, definitely want to get registered today. The tickets are just about gone. The deadline is here. Go to www.thewinnersummit.com and get registered you don't want to miss this amazing, incredible event. I'm so excited. Women are coming from the Congo, from Belgium, from Paris, from California, you name it. It's going to be an awesome time. Tune in with us next week where we will have none other than Miss Deborah Owens, who's going to be at the Winter Summit. She is on the Own Your Own Purse tour and we're excited that she's going to be with us next week on wealthy sisters so once again have a fabulous day thank you again to everyone for tuning in and miss allison we really really enjoyed having you on our show today everyone have a beautiful day this has been another episode of wealthy sisters brought to you by the professional blackwoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.